0: amen as uh, looking at the physical realm when your father there's something they call genetic transfer, when your father meets with your your mother uh, you will take portion of the trait, the character traits of your father and then portion of the traits of your mom you see that some children they have uh, the face You have the face of the mom And then the, the ear will be the father's ear And then the nose will be The nose or the leaves will be for the father Some we have the voice Of the father So God has created Us Because he commanded Adam and Eve To be fruitful and multiply It means your life must spring up From Someone's life Who is already ahead of you someone who precedes you gives back to you so our work with god is also generational the spiritual things too is generational when you are talking about blessing of god blessing is generational curses are generational power is generational anointing is generational nobody though everybody have their different mandate but the mandate is assisted by the the mantle the mandate is assisted by the mantle so if you have the mandate you have the anointing you have the gift without the mantle you cannot succeed because you need a generation to be ahead of you so that you can have the blessing of that generation hallelujah now elijah is going to heaven he has finished his ministry on earth and someone's supposed to take hold of this ministry and continue the work that he had started And Elisha cannot function. Elisha knew that he cannot function without the power of God in his life. And he already had a desire in his heart. And his heart desire is to get a double portion of the anointing of Elijah. God expressly instructed prophet Elijah to anoint Elisha in his stead. Meaning, when he is no more, he is going to be the prophet that continued his legacy. So the mantle is something that represents the presence of God. It's something that represents the power of God. We are talking about ministry. You need the presence to be passed down to you. We are talking about breakthrough. You need a presence to be passed down to you. So many of us will come out of a family, we come out of a family of uh, idolatrous. Some of us will come out of a family of cheaters. So and the effect of the idolatry, the effect of their cheat, the effect of their behavior is also the consequences is passed down to us, even to the fourth generation. So, now, tonight, how can we receive the mantle of God to continue in our mandate? What is your mandate? Your mandate is your purpose, your mandate is your calling, your mandate is your plan. So, you need the mantle to back your mandate. Without the mantle, your mandate cannot be fulfilled. Now, Elijah knew this, that though God has set him apart, he still needs the mantle. If you go to the story of uh, King David, though King David was anointed, but he cannot become the king unless the, the, the first king passed down the kingdom to him. If Saul did not die, he cannot become king. So, in the spiritual realm, God has done it in such a way that God wants to anoint you. God wants to set your life apart. God wants to use you. So you need the mantle. I need the mantle. Amen. So today I'll be telling you what it requires to receive the mantle. I'm, talking, I'm not talking about just the blessing, the physical blessing. The physical blessing has its duration. But when you receive spiritual blessing, receive the power of God into your life, you become a terror to the kingdom of darkness you begin to manifest the glory of god then your generation is connected to the eternal blessing of the most high god amen verse 2 and elijah, elijah said unto elisha okay i think i have reference to verse 3 and the sons of the prophets that were at bethel came from forth to elisha and said unto him knowest thou that the Lord will take away thy master from thy head today? And he said, Yeah, I know it. Hold your peace. And Elijah said unto him the second time, Elisha, tarry here. I pray thee, for the Lord has sent me to Jericho. And he said, As the Lord liveth, and as thy soul liveth, I will not leave thee. So they came to Jericho. And the sons of the prophets that were at Jericho came to Elisha and said unto him, Knowest thou that the Lord will take away thy master from thy head today? And he answered, Yeah I know it, hold yet thy peace. And Elijah said unto him, Tarry here I pay thee, for the Lord has sent me to Jordan. And he said, As the Lord liveth, and as thy soul liveth, I will not leave thee. And they too went on. So from the day one, that Elisha began to follow elijah can, can you can you hear what i'm saying yeah. from day one that Elisha began to <clears throat> that he began to follow elijah his aim and his purpose is to become double of him amen what is your aim this year as you are following god are you following god aimlessly are you are you just following god what do you want to become in the presence of God? To receive the mantle, you must have aim. You must have plan. You must have purpose. Aim and purpose that will glorify God. What is your aim in following God? To stay under an anointing, to stay in a ministry, to stay under a covenant. is not just a game. You must have aim. You must have purpose. Okay, what do I want to become in this ministry? When I joined a ministry, the first thing that I had in my mind is that I am going to serve God in this place. I'm going to use my gift in this place. I'm going to grow in this place. And as you are committed to that, your aim, so far your aim glorifies God and you are committed to that aim, you humble yourself in that place. Whatever it is that you are doing, whether your business, your ministry, whatever it is, and the mantle rests on you. Once the mantle rests on you, then the glory comes. After the mantle comes the glory. Many of us who are praying for glory, Father, I want you to use me. I want your glory to manifest in my life. There is no mantle. Without mantle, there is no glory. Amen. And before the mantle will come, God will take you through rigorous tests to see if he can actually trust you... with the next level of breakthrough... with the next level of power... you are asking him for. He will test you... he will test your maturity... he will test your... your, your uh, humanitarian skills... he will te- test your, your ability... to manage people... he will test your ability... to, to, to manage prosperity... he will test you... with some small, uh, small prosperity... and the way you behave... When that small prosperity comes, determines how you behave when your big blessing comes. And that is why many people are stalked at their moment of test because they continue to fail God. In the face of tribulation, God will use tribulation to test you. When your faith shakes, it means that you cannot stand the mantle because the mantle is like a cross. Amen. The mantle is a responsibility. The mantle... In itself is a challenge the mantle in itself is, is is a blessing in disguise but it comes with loads of spiritual and physical responsibilities you are praying for breakthroughs financial breakthroughs what you are indirectly asking for from God is responsibilities because we live in a world once people can see the blessing of God in your life they make you their God they begin to come to you they make you their source of hope they started looking up to you, and God will test you with that if you can actually help humanity without complaining before the mantle of blessing come. Say I receive the mantle, I receive the mantle. in the name of Jesus. So, and the 50 men of the sons of the prophet went and stood to feel afar off, and they too stood by Jordan. The fact is that as you are following God, as you are praying, as you are coming to church. As you are seeking the face of God, some people are watching you, some people are monitoring you, some people are mocking you behind. As you are, as as you believe in that guy who does not have anything to offer you, as you believe in that ministry that does not have anything to offer you, as you believe in that relationship that has nothing to offer you, as you believe in everything that you see, that physically this thing is not worthy of anything. Some people are looking at you. Some people are monitoring you. Some will even be calling you and they'll be discouraging you. Don't mind that place. Don't worry yourself. This is not going to work. This business is not going to work. This relationship is not going to work. This, that, this, that, this, that. But if you keep your focus, you keep your focus and you keep trusting God, you pass the test of patience. The next thing is the mantle. And once the mantle comes, the mantle comes with the presence. Amen. Amen. The mantle comes with the presence. And in the presence of God, the Bible says, there is fullness of joy. So when you have the mantle, you have the presence. So if you are able to maintain the presence, what happens to you? Then the glory comes. And when the glory comes, it's a permanent glory. Then you become a cover for many destinies. Tonight... May you receive the mantle. May you receive the mantle. In the name of Jesus. Our spiritual journey is beyond physical. The world is a spiritual place. The world is a spiritual place. So you need the power of God to live through this world. You need the power of God to survive in this world. You need the power of God to, 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 to be able to live a victorious Christian life. The world we live in is not an easy place. People are looking for opportunities to attack you. Your landlord, the house you are living in, they are looking for opportunities to, to, to test your faith, to mock your God. But with patience and perseverance, we will win. And the Bible says that while the 50 men look stand on the mountain and they are looking from afar, this represents people that are currently looking at you from afar. They believe you are wasting your time with what you are doing. They believe you are wasting your time in that relationship. They believe you are wasting your time in that ministry. You see, some years back, I approached a boy and I told him that, listen, the Spirit of God is telling me that God is going to use you. You are going to become a man of God in the nearest future. His friends look at me. I was like, hey, pastor, what are you talking about? This boy, is a useless boy. That's what one of them said. They laughed about it, but I never know that that simple word that I spoke that day set down in the boy's heart. And that word, you see, the word we speak is life. And that word became life in him and he became troubled. From that day, he cannot all the girls he's been chasing all the things he cannot he can't just enjoy himself then he started seeking god he started seeking to know god he started following god today to the glory of god god is using him mightily so all we need some time is to just focus on what god has called us to do don't listen to what people are saying amen god will help us in jesus name bible says elijah took his mantle and Wrapped it together and smoothed the waters, and they were divided hither and thither, so that they too went over on dry ground. And it came to pass when they were gone over that Elijah said unto Elisha, Ask what I shall do for thee before I be taken away from thee. And Elisha said, I pray thee, let a double portion of thy spirit be upon me. That is all Elisha was following Elijah for from the day one that Elisha was a farmer on the day one he abandoned his farm you see before before god will truly use you you have to abandon something amen the journey has to be painful for you if the journey is not painful then you are not ready for the power you're not ready for the glory you want to live a cinderella life where you have five mates you have uh, ten cars you will get there, but it's not going to be easy. All the men of God that you see at the top today, let them let them share their ten years ago picture with you. Some, even the eight year picture, you 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 you, you will understand that uh, khaki is not leather. Amen. I saw the picture of a man of God. He's one of the top prophets in Nigeria today, Prophet Joshua. iginla it's not T B Joshua. I saw this man, he shared his picture, and that was 10 years' picture. And he was holding a mic, the suit he was wearing, when they put three of Angela inside, it will, it will enter. <laughs> That's the size of the suit he was wearing. You can see the SS, SS bags in the suit. The shoe is, uh, is, is something else. It's like you are, you are facing a denta, and you are, you are going to a denta, and your shoe is facing Dodoa. And he was holding a mic. And you see the background of the church. Everything is rough. Probably he was preaching to three people or four people. But today, is one of the strongest ministries in Nigeria today that people are trooping to. People may not know my story today. They may not know your story today. But when the glory comes, what happens? They will celebrate you. Can I get an amen? Amen. So, if you are seeking for the mantle, the power of God, there is something you have to lose. There is a journey you have to start. There is a journey you have to start. This uh, 10 years challenge that he did, it really brought, brought a lot of, it was a moment of reflection for me. Because it helps me to see the lives of people I'm even looking up to. People I'm looking up to. When I saw their 10 years pictures back, I am in a position to give glory to God because my own is even better. Amen? Say, and these are people that I'm following. These are people I'm looking up to. These are people I'm praying that, okay, God, you are going to bless my ministry. You are going to make my ministry the size or bigger than the size of this person I'm looking up to. So when they shared their images of the how they started, I, 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 I saw myself now. I saw myself now in them. And I see how God has now brought them, how far he has brought them. It means that there is nothing impossible for God. So to carry the mantle of God, you have to lose something. You lose friends. You will lose attention of family members. You will lose opportunities and you will carry your cross. And when the glory comes, those that have abandoned you, they will come back and celebrate you. And most of the time, God rewards faithfulness. So we saw in the life of Elisha, one thing that Elisha did was that he was faithful to the end. He stick to his master. Even when Elijah was under persecution by Jezebel, Elisha was, was there. During the time of the famine, that Elijah had to go and pray, after three and a half years of famine, no rain and no nothing, nothing, that Elijah has to pray, Elisha was there. During that period of dryness, there was no food. That Elijah was actually Elijah actually traveled for forty days, forty nights, on the on the strength of a food that was given to him by supernatural encounter. Where was Elisha? He left Elisha in that place. So through all the process of the storms and the the, the challenges that Elijah went through, Elisha was with him. So in order for you to enjoy the plans and the fulfillment of the purpose of God in your life, you have to stand by Christ. Whether things are okay or not, you have to stand by him. You have to carry the cross. Endure hardship. And suddenly the mantle comes. Once the mantle comes, the next thing is glory. Because what God does after the mantle is that he himself is the one that will go and announce you. You don't need to announce yourself. He Himself will go out and you'll be announced. And once you announce, your glory will come. And once the glory comes, because it is of the Lord, you did not aid it, you did not struggle for it, it comes from God, it becomes permanent. You see that everyone that God raises up, they stay up permanently. But those who try to assist themselves by doing other diabolical things, by committing some errors making making their own way by the time they last maybe two or three years then they will fall down flat and they will never be able to rise again that will not be your portion so i will carry my cross and the glory will shine in my life in the name of jesus now when and and it came to pass in verse nine and it came to pass when they were gone over that Elijah said unto Elisha, Ask what I shall do for thee before I be taken away from thee. And Elisha said, I pray thee, let a double portion of thy spirit come upon me. Verse 10 And he said, Thou hast asked a hard thing. Nevertheless, if thou seest me when I am being taken from thee, it shall be so unto thee. But if not, it shall not be so. He's talking about focus here. Whatever, first of all, I said that Elisha, the day he began to follow Elijah, he had a purpose. He had a desire. He had a, he had something that he wanted to achieve. And his mind was set on receiving the double portion of Elijah's spirit. That provoked his humility, his endurance, Even if Elijah slapped him three times a day, he will keep quiet and say, yes sir, sorry sir. Because he knew what he was aiming for. Amen. He knew what he was aiming for. So he humbled himself. So the process to receive the mantle, sometimes your own mantle might be one blessing or one favor that you receive from someone that will change your life. Sometimes your own mantle might be an anointing or a gift. The Bible says the gift of a man maketh way for him. It might be one particular gift or one aura that begins to manifest around you. That is your mantle. And before you get to that level where the mantle is released, there will be a lot of tests that you go through. You will be tested. Your patience will be tested. Your faithfulness will be tested. And your loyalty to God will be tested. So if you fail the test of loyalty, you fail the test of faithfulness, you fail the test of, uh, of endurance, you don't deserve the talk. There was a pastor, he was uh, working with one, one, one pastor at Vota region. The pastor has been here before. He came here to preach during our 30th anniversary. He was telling me that a pastor was working with him, and then I knew how they started. I knew because those days when we go to voter region, this our church building is even better than its place. What they used in its place was mat. This uh, this local mat, this local mat they use palm front to do. That's what they used to cover the sides and then the floor, the altar, and then they did the cement and that is where they were, they, they were worshiping for about five to six years they were there. And things were not okay. He has a lot of pastors serving under him. To even buy church instruments was was hard. When we went there, we spent like one week. We also have to spend our own money, feed ourselves, because those days we go and evangelize for him. He showed us an hostel. We paid for. I paid for the hostel. We we went there to help. On the day we're leaving, the only thing he could give me was a bunch of plantain. That's what he gave me. For a whole one week, that are two people to voter region to go and evangelize with them. Though we went there to go and work for God. But at least when you come back from working for God, you should get something to eat. So what I got was plantain. And I came back with the plantain. And in the process, I had to give it to the people that were with me. So I'm a bachelor. Nobody's going to cook the plantain for me. Those that can cook, I give it to them. Went home empty-handed. Amen. The thing was so hard. So in the process one one pastor came from nowhere approached one of his pastor approached him secretly and said listen i have a ministry the pastor that I came to is in nigeria he said i have a ministry in uh, so so and so he mentioned the place and i am going to i just want you to follow me because i can see that the anointing the grace and this young pastor is anointed is is graced with his articulate and when he's speaking he can convince you. So and the pastor was like, oh, I'm going to buy you jeep. I'm going to get you. I'm going to build a two-bedroom apartment for you. I'm going to do this one for you. All you, I need from you is to just abandon this man. Nothing is working for you here. So leave and follow me. And without, without, without respect, without loyalty, without consideration, because all he was focused on is how to feed the stomach. Ministry is not just about feeding your stomach. Amen. Every pastor that claims he did not suffer in ministry, he, he doesn't know what he's saying. Every genuine man of God will suffer before the glory will come. And if you want to be in ministry, you don't want to suffer, then you need to go, go and register your name somewhere else. Maybe in Church of Satan. That place you will not suffer. You can become a gay pastor. That way you get money. Hallelujah. But if you want to serve God, you want to follow the, the, the way of Christ, the process starts with endurance. And then based on that promise, he went to do some life for the, for the pastor. He said, oh, eh, I want to travel. I'm, I'm going to the mountain, blah, blah, blah. And that was how he left. He went to Nigeria with this man. Somebody who is promising you Jeep does not even have Okada. Amen? He's promising you, I will, uh, if you work with me three months, I'll buy you Jeep. The person that is promising you Jeep and uh, two bedroom flat, he doesn't have a place to stay. Even when it comes to Ghana, he cannot afford this hotel. He doesn't have any he, common uh, bike, he doesn't have. And because of greed and uh, love for the mundane things of this. Nobody says that those things are not needed. Nobody says money is not needed. But what God did not give to you, when you force it to come to you, it brings problem. God has his appointed time. And we have to learn to receive the power of God. In order for God to even trust you with a generational blessing or an anointing that will change the lives of people, or before he makes you a star, before your dream comes to pass, he will test your loyalty. He will test your faithfulness. He will test to see that when the glory you are asking for finally comes, you will not desert him. You will not give your soul to, 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 to Satan. Amen. He went to Nigeria. He stayed with this pastor for some time. They used his head. He was busy washing plates, washing the wife's clothes, cleaning the house, no church too. No church. He was just there. They, they, they will be waiting for invitation for the man, the man to call himself some bishop like that. Only when invitation comes for him before they go out. He doesn't have church. He doesn't have anything. So his plan was to use the, the young man to start his, his church because the man can the boy can speak. He has the charisma. When he start preaching here, some of us that have been preaching for years too, we, we'll be watching. We stand up, I'll be like, Whoa, wow, speak! He grabbed him. When they got there, nothing worked. He was there for like six to eight months. He abandoned his wife too. In the process, the wife left him. Because when he got to Nigeria, he is no longer communicating with the wife. You see, when you stray away from where god you to end deal and you run away from the place you bring yourself into problem Matt, mantu does not come so to cut the whole story short after few months that he left he has to just manage himself manage to get some money came back to ghana he came back to Ghana, went to some village to go and start his his own ministry because he is not bold enough to go back to his master because he didn't leave the place well. Some people, when they want to leave a place, instead of you to live very well, live genuinely. Oh, daddy, God is speaking to me. I'm I'm, I'm being led to go and start my ministry. A genuine man of God will not stop you. Hallelujah. But he he ran away. So when he came back, he could not go back to the... To the spiritual father, and he went to some village to go and start his ministry. He was there, things were going up small, small. Then they accused him of catching uh, one girl, they chased him out of that village, too. But three years later, after he's busy roaming about, going up and down, under suffering, the charisma that he had you see, when you claim you have uh, charisma, when poverty handles you, you forget charisma when poverty handle you, that shoulder that is like this, it will be like this. Poverty will not get to us in Jesus' name. Amen. And I get a better image. Amen. amen. By the time he came back, God has already done it for, for the other pastor. He was just there one day God led him to a land and they started doing open health program in that land. That was how they possessed the land. They bought the land. Things began to happen By the time he came back, after three years, the man has built, he has laid the foundation of the cathedral and they have raised the church to an extent. So they have moved from the old place to that place. So now the whole of hope have started trooping into that. Let me tell you one thing. Every ministry has a stage and a time of glory. There is going to be a time that something small will happen inside church. And that's something small that would bring the entire Uyibi, malejo Adenta, every angle. People will start trooping to this place. God has that time in his hand. Nobody has the time in his hand. It's only God. Something small just happened. Something small just happened. And that small thing brought the whole of hope into his church. And by the time he came back, because he's now suffering, by the time he is among courage to come back to his master, the man opened his hand. A true man of God is filled with love. He opened his hand to receive him back. But by the time he came, his position has been filled. Somebody else has occupied his place and the person is not willing to leave. (laughs) You left. So your position has been taken. So how do you expect me to leave? If he was around, he would have been the next in line, the next assistant pastor to that person missed. In the end, because he didn't get his space he finally left. Now he's still busy roaming around. Before the mantle come upon you, you need to be focused. So Elijah, Elijah told Elisha the only thing that he needed was focus. If you see me when I've been taken, Second King chapter 1 from verse 1, now we're in verse 11. And it came to pass as they still went on why they were being they are, they are talking? Elijah was talking to Elisha, but all the talking they were having, Elisha's mind was not on the talk. Elisha's eyes and mind was fixed on Elijah. he say you lie. You think you can carry your noise away? You lie. A small time, the Bible says there appeared a chariot of fire and horses of fire, and parted them both asunder. And Elijah went up by a whirlwind into heaven. And Elijah saw it and he cried, My father, my father, the chariot of Israel and the horsemen thereof. And he saw him no more. And he took hold of his own clothes and rent it and rent them in, in two pieces. He took up the also the mantle of Elijah that fell from him and went back and stood by the bank of Jordan. The third thing that Elijah did after he, he focused and after he saw Elijah being taken, the, the third thing he did was to tear his own clothes. amen, amen. He tear his own clothes and came under the garment the mantle of his master. He tear his own pride. tearing his own clothes means he he, 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 he let go of his own pride, his own principles, his own purpose, he gave up everything that, that, that Elisha means came back, came down to the realm of humility, tore his own clothes. Removed his clothes, and while he was busy doing this, the 50 sons of the prophets were on top of the mountain watching watching him. Believe me, whatever you do, whatever step you are taking to make your life better, some people are watching, some are watching you to encourage you, and some are watching you to see you fall, some are watching you to see you fail. For them to come to for, for you to come back to them and say, Oh, yes, you said it too. I tried and I failed. So, some are watching you for you, for, for you to achieve. And once you start, they start seeing you that you are achieving now, then they will step in. You step in. Their purpose is to claim ownership of the glory that you have. Or to benefit for the glory that you have. But the suffering that you are enduring right now, the time that you eat once once in two days, they, they are watching you. They see you and they mock you behind you. They laugh with you physically in, in your face. Behind you, they mock you and they, are, they keep telling you, this guy is wasting his time. But as soon as the glory comes, then you see them around. Hallelujah. see them around. So hold fast to what God has given to you. Whatever you know how to do, do it well. Do it excellently. Don't let anybody sway you Don't let anybody shift your focus. The glory will soon come. All you need is the mantle. And as the mantle comes, you need to be ready to humble yourself. You need to be ready to come under the umbrella of grace, under the umbrella of the mercy of God, knowing fully well that wherever you are, whatever you are, you are only made by the grace of God. The Bible says in verse 14, and he took the mantle of Elijah that fell off him. The fact is that while he was rending his clothes, while the chariot came, while he, he, he was crying, my father, my father, the chariot of Israel, the 50 sons of prophets, they are on top of the mountain and all they were doing is their eyes were focused on him. They saw everything that transpired, but what they want to see is the end result of what is going on. We live in a world that if you like, speak in tongues from morning to night, nobody cares. Nobody cares. If you like, rehearse your song for 30 days. Nobody cares. If you like, do whatever you do. Preach well. Don't preach well. Sing well. Don't sing where. Well. Rap well. Don't rap well. Clap hands. Do whatever you have to do to make your dream a reality. They don't care. Amen? Some will even tell you to your face that you are a failure. Some will tell you to your face and discourage you completely. Make you feel worthless about what you are doing. They don't care. But you let something begin to happen, and let let somebody call you and say, "Hello, how are you? Oh, I saw one of your songs, and I'm going to sign you. I'm going to sign you small. Then you see them; they will open their teeth. <laughs> I can see it's working. Amen. For me, it's not about revenge, but I've made. I know that my glory will come and I've made my decision. And I know some people who actually deserted me when I needed them more. Family members, friends, people. Do you know that the time I had uh, the issue with a car, I had someone, a very close person that I used to pray with. I, I picked my phone and I gave him a call. He told me point black, there is nothing he can do about it. And he had the power to do something about it. But God stepped in, God did something about it. Otherwise the case will have gone beyond how the case is now. But I'm waiting for a day that I'm going to that God is going to show himself in my life. Amen? Amen. God is going to show himself in your life. The mantle will fall and the glory will come. So those people, then you can now you they will be the one that will now be struggling to 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 get your attention. And you look at them that time from the top from your height mm-hmm. you look at them down you say hi hey you i know you i know you so shall live in jesus name amen. can i get a better amen amen so and when the sons of the prophet which were to view at jericho saw him they said okay now verse uh verse 14 the bible says and he took the mantle of elijah that fell from him and smote the, the waters and said, Where is the Lord God of Elijah? Where is the Lord God of Elijah? Where is the Lord God of Elijah? And where is the Lord God of Elijah? Do you have the God that you can call? And when he had also smitten the waters, they parted hither and thither, and Elisha went over. So, as the onlookers, as they saw this apple, Wow, the spirit of Elijah has come upon Elijah. Let's go and talk to him. The next thing is that you see them gather themselves, put a plate on top, spoon uh, cover on top, pots. Then they went to him. Oh, we have seen what is going on. The spirit of God has carried Elijah away. May perhaps the spirit has hung him on a tree. Perhaps. the the spirit has sent him to some part of the river we are ready to go and search for your master you know what they were doing they were trying to bring him backward the point is that when they went when they go and search for the master if they find the master elijah does not need the master again because now he's not having a double portion of the master's anointing so when the master comes what is going to happen the master will take the man to So let's go and search for your master. Elisha told them, don't worry yourself. He said, oh, we will go. We will go. They went. The Bible said they searched everywhere. They didn't find Elijah. And they came back to him. And you know, Elisha had this aura of mockery that has been following him. Because probably these sons of the prophet have spoken to him several times. They've been talking to him in the entire city that in the three cities, everybody knows Elisha as a zombie. Maybe they'll be calling him names, so Elijah, the way Elijah is even treating him, he will be carrying his mantle, he'll be carrying his clothes all the time, following Elijah. Anyhow, this boy is a fool. We, we and these boys too, they are sons of the prophet, they are in the prophetic school, and they were the one Elijah, Elijah went to visit before he continued to Jordan. And they believe because they are the sons of the prophet and they are the royal, they are are the royal prophet. They have been trained, these people have been trained to manage the affairs of the country. They are prophets being trained to manage the affairs of the country. Because this prophet, some of them, bars have his own prophet, and then God also has his own prophet. And there is a school for the prophets of God. So if you want to be, excuse me, if you want to be a prophet of God, there is a school you have to attend. These guys are in this school of prophet and they are royal prophets. They are national prophets. Once you graduate and you come out of that place, very well, you are going to be recognized as a prophet and you are going to be among the 450 prophets that is set apart. The Bible says about 450,000 uh, prophets was set apart by God. When Elijah went to pray to God and say, oh, I am the only one, that is left god told him he said there are there are prophets that have not bowed their head down to bar he has set them apart so prophets have been trained these guys believe that they are royal prophets and elijah was never part of them elijah was never part of the school elijah elijah was never part of the protocol he was not thinking about being a royal prophet he was not interested in the physical appearance, the, regal, the way they are regalia, and when the king is passing, they will select some of them to accompany the king. Elisha was not interested in that. All Elisha was interested in was to follow the anointed prophet of God. I want to be his servant. I want to serve him. I want to work with him. I want to be the one to, to wash his plate. I want to eat his leftover food. I want to wash his clothes. I want to pack his shoe. I want to do all these things. I want to be close to him. I want to experience the grace and the power of God one hand. I am not interested in being a royal prophet. All I want to be is a prophet of God. And because of that, and while doing that, Elijah, Elijah had it in mind that, Lord, all I want is you. Elijah was not really interested in being uh, any national prophet. He just won the double portion of the power of God in Elijah. And as soon as he received it, they know him, they've been mocking him, probably they've invited him several times to attend their class, to attend their uh, Pentecostal fellowship of prophets. I'm sure they had that then. Eh? Israel Christian Council, they had that one then. The association of major prophets they have that one as we have it today the seers of our generation the coalition of best singers coalition of best rappers so if you are not part of us you don't have a place in this world but elijah said listen i'm not interested in all those stuff all i want to be is in the presence of god i want to experience the power of god rawness of the power of god i will continue to follow my master elijah was the one that came to call me in my farm i'm not interested in any national position i'm following my master and they'll be mocking You say hey what can elijah offer you because they see elijah as a traitor as an enemy of the state elijah was an enemy of the state are you getting my point here are you getting the analogy it was a typical enemy of the state. He can never, by the virtue of merit, it can never get the merit to go to the palace. No, which merit? Because Jezebel is there. Ahab is there. They hated him. It was only by goodness and by anointing that Elijah was able to approach the king. Even at that, they wanted to hunt him. And you are following a fugitive. They mock Elijah to his way, To the extent that the children in the land, they knew about the story of Elijah. For children to see Elijah and tell him, "Hey, boy-headed man, climb the mountain. Oh, boy-headed man, you go to the mountain now. Your master is gone." Children even knew the story of Elijah. That was the extent of the mockery. Amen. If you stay in a house and you stay in an area and all the children in the area knows that you buy food on credit. Then you are gone. You are done in that area. Because the, the children will mock you and tear will come from your nose. That was the situation that Elisha was in. He was known by every household that is a waste of a prophet because he does not have hope. He does not have any place. He didn't go to school. How can he be admitted? Who, who, who is going to go to a prophet that did not pass through the normal, the normal protocol? He didn't know the right people in the country. Who is going to patronize him? But the anointing makes the difference. The mantle makes the difference. Whatever you do, when the anointing falls upon you, you don't need to look for anybody. They will look for you. Can I get an amen? amen. Look for you. He came down. Was walking, just I'm tired from all this walking alone through Jordan. So let me be going home. And the children in their numbers came from nowhere. Ball headed man. I'm sure they were singing a song for him. Because for Elisha to be so angry. Before a child provokes you and you get angry and curse the child, they did something. <laughs> hey, 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 hey headed man. The Bible says Elisha looked back and cursed the children, and beast came from the bush. Before them, that is where the miracle started. Once they saw the mockery, everybody saw the mockery, and they saw that the mockers did not go scot free. First hand, the onlookers. Now, write this at the back of your mind. If you want to be great in life, these are people you should expect in your life. The onlookers, the mockers. Amen? These two people. Then the number three is the the, the, the onlookers. Most of them, first of all, before they became onlookers, they were first critics. What did I say? Critics. They were people... We say, why are you wasting your time? This thing that you are doing is a waste of time. It's not your line. God did not call you to do this. God did not send you to do this. You are, you are, you are, you are called to make money. You are called to do this. You are not called to do this. This thing that you are doing, you are wasting your destiny away. It, it, it's not the best thing for you. And if you do it, you are going to die young. These are critics. And mostly, they are destructive critics. We have the constructive critics. Constructive critics that will come to you, brother. Are you sure it is ministry you want to do? These are things I've observed. It's just my observational. I think if you can do this, if you can do this. They they, they are criticizing you because they want to educate you. They don't understand what you carry, they don't understand the purpose you have, but they are speaking from their own level to you. So the critics, either of them, constructive and destructive they later become unlookers because the one who is constructive you did not take his advice he will, he, will, he will stay behind and he will be looking at you from afar let's see how far he can go without taking my advice do you know that Haithophel what killed Haithophel was not because of anything because Absalom refused to take his advice he went to hang himself enemies of your the progress they will hang themselves this year Can I get an amen? Amen. I say enemy of your progress, they will hang themselves this year. In the name of Jesus. The mockery was so much. Then, the next thing is that after they start looking you, when you have failed to yield to their criticism, you fail to take their advice, then, stay one corner, they start looking you. You become unlookers. And as soon as your glory comes, the unlookers are the first to offer to serve you. The onlookers are the first to offer you services that you don't even need so that they can benefit from the glory. That is the purpose. They don't want to help you. As soon as something shaky, small, small, is happening, you see that they will talk to their lady, disappear. They will go back to their criticisms. So the next thing that happens is this mockers. And as God dealt with the mockers, then the honor of Elijah was restored. Nobody needs to invite him to the palace. The king himself came to him and his journey started when the old town saw the anointing in him and they they were like no, the situation of this land is good, but the water is bad. Elijah told them bring me salt, a cruise of salt and he take me to the source of the water. He anointed the, 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 the salt with water. And they tasted the, the water. Everything became sweet. Sickness is gone. Then God started announcing him. The next thing is he moved to the royal level. He became a national prophet. Where were the sons of the prophet? They became silenced. Amen. When God raises you, those mocking you, they become silenced. Because you will take over. So keep fighting. Keep holding on. As long as what you are dreaming about is not to go and sell cocaine in Brazil. Amen? As long as what you are dreaming about is not to become uh, somebody that will be chasing gas up and down. If your dream is genuine, if your dream is real, if your dream is is relevant, God is coming. He may delay, but he's going to come. And when he comes, he will make you forget all the pains that you have been through. And if you are under someone serving, you, you keep serving. When the time of glory comes, you also enjoy the glory. Can I get an amen? amen. So that was how Elijah rose from nothing, from a, a, a mere farmer to a national prophet, an international prophet. That even the world power them, the Syrians, they fear him. Because what happened is that when the Syrians, when they are planning against Israel, God will reveal everything that they are planning to Elijah. And Elijah will take the king. And all the plans of the Syrians will be foiled. And that was how Israel became powerful during that time. He became an international prophet everywhere. And today we are reading about him. There were a lot of prophets during his time. A lot. About 450 prophets. At least the Bible recorded it. Where was their name mentioned? There was no book. Even the, the entire book of the world where the book that were removed, their name was not there. Even the chronicle of the kings, the chronicle of the king of Israel, the chronicle of the of the king of Judah, their name was not mentioned. Only a few prophets that were mentioned. And I've seen God starting from, from the scratch, raising people of nothing. Take them to the top. This evening. All I want to tell you is that there is a mantle coming upon you and it requires humility. It requires endurance. It requires faithfulness, steadfastness, loyalty. We see today when something is not working, then people jump, they the go to another one. When that one is not working, then they jump, they go to another one. You will not be a frog in the name of Jesus. You wait for your blessing, and that blessing will come. So tonight we are going to pray father release my mantle of glory upon me Pray, uh this guy that sang uh it's the same god i i i read about his story how his song went viral somebody just found a song on the net and the person began to share and he had recorded that song over a year before the song became viral You see, god will just use something small to announce you. Something small. I know people today that they were just Instagram Instagram singer and from there, God just announced them and they explode. Eh? Pastors, you will explode. Amen. <laughs> and if you explode, we don't know what kind of explosion are you looking for. Before you even think of explosion, you need to get the anointing first. So that you can sustain the explosion. God help us in Jesus' name. And ladies, ladies, you shall be well. Today, ladies, the only some some ladies, not you, some lady. They want a man that can give them everything they need. Money is the first. They will say, Oh me, Pastor.